Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Justin Ray currently facing... He's found a body. I'm not going to stop talking because I have rights too. The case grabbed international headlines. A woman's dismembered body found in leaking plastic tubs at a Lenexa storage facility. The same unit where police say her husband, toddler, and newborn slept for several nights. Justin Ray doesn't deny dismembering his wife, Jessica. From the beginning, investigators say Justin Ray told two stories about his wife's death. That Jessica took her life moments after delivering their baby. Or that she died during childbirth. Prosecutors say no matter what happened inside the hotel room, Jessica didn't make it out alive. And she didn't make it out in one piece. The accusations shocked the Kansas City community. But Ray argues everything he did was to protect his family. I have my children out there that her mother, their mother just killed herself. And you guys are dead and kidnapped my children, our children, from their father at that time. Ray's insistent that his rights were violated during his arrest and also during his time in jail. I'm not going to stop talking because I have rights too. And he hasn't stopped talking. His words just haven't been as public lately. Instead of a camera and microphone, he turned to a pencil and paper, writing to me, Fox Force Kathy Quinn, from his jail cell. This is Fox 4 Crime Files, the Justin Ray Letters. The first trial for Justin Ray started in January of 2019. In the 15-month span between his wife's death and his trial, Ray spent the majority of time fighting to clear his name. In non-probable cause, there was no Miranda rights read. He wrote letters from his jail cell to attorneys, to judges, and to me. In nearly every letter, Ray ranted about the charges against him, the investigators involved in his case, as well as his innocence. Your, your officers lie and say that I was sleeping and staying in a storage unit, which is not true. He made wild accusations in court hearings. Ray fired lawyers and had another one appointed to represent him in the case. He also talked about his chance to share what he calls the truth at his trial. It looked like he would have more than one chance to speak his mind, too. In January of 2019, Ray faced as many as three trials in three states. The first trial took place in Johnson County, Kansas, in suburban Kansas City. It lasted four days. The Johnson County District Attorney's Office was the first to try Ray because that's where he was arrested. Please rise for the jury. At his first trial, Ray faced a total of seven crimes. Two counts of child endangerment, two counts of child misconduct, and three counts of sexual exploitation of a child. He faced the exploitation charges because investigators say they found hundreds of images of child pornography on his cell phone following his arrest. The endangerment and misconduct charges stem from the fact that officers found him with his two young children staying in a Lenexa storage unit and that they found the remains of the children's mother in a cooler nearby. When I visited Ray at the courthouse before his trial began, I found it very interesting that of all the claims against him, the one about staying in the storage unit upset him the most. 
Now, he admits he dismembered his wife's body, that he cut her into pieces in a Kansas City motel room with his children nearby. He says that, of course, he hauled her remains with him in a cooler across the Kansas state line because he would never leave her behind. But during our jailhouse conversation, he became visibly upset when I asked about the storage unit. He said he and his kids did not stay inside one of the units. He also says that he's a good father and would not endanger his children. And he was placed under arrest before you knew what was in the cooler. Correct. Prosecutors laid out a much different perception of Justin Ray during his trial. And Judge, I obtained state's exhibit number five from Ms. O'Malley and placed it in the quarter. Testimony began with two employees of the Kansas City Motel, where Ray, his wife Jessica, and their children lived. The manager testified about seeing Ray leave the hotel. He says Ray tried to disguise his voice to sound like a woman's as he checked out of the room. The same witness also told the jury that Ray left the room wearing a disguise. He was dressed as a woman, down to a woman's wig. The manager and a housekeeper testified that Ray had a large cooler with him when he left the motel. The housekeeper added that she found bloody sheets behind in the room that he vacated. The testimony matches the story Ray told me when I visited him in jail, down to the fact that he tried to disguise himself as a woman when he checked out of the motel. When I asked him why he didn't just leave with his children, Ray told me he thought the disguise would prevent people from questioning him about his toddler and newborn. Good morning, Your Honor. Please support Justin Ray in person along with his attorney, Scott At trial, prosecutors started at the motel room and verbally took the jury across the state line to Kansas and that storage unit in Lenexa where police arrested Justin Ray. The manager of the facility testified that Ray triggered an alarm at one point overnight because he and his two kids were spending a night there. Plus, the manager pointed out that it was the end of October and pretty cold outside. Someone eventually called police after the manager confronted Ray the very next day. A Lenexa police officer testified that they arrived and checked on the children. A foster parent now taking care of the two children testified that the older girl had an eye infection that caused her to go to the hospital. They were also concerned about the possibility that the toddler was malnourished. Officers say they had no warning about the dismembered body that Ray had with him. They say they didn't find out about Jessica's remains until they opened the leaking cooler. The red cooler, the white lid. There was a dark uh, plastic storage took container and a black bag of What happened as you began wheeling those items back into the U-Haul facility? Uh, I smelled the odor coming from them. Was this odor significant to you for any reason? It smelled like it became bloody. At first I didn't know if that's what it was, but then it got stronger and I saw uh, fluid coming out of the side of the fluid. You, you uh, believe that it was the odor of a decaying body? Yeah, that, that, that's what I thought was the story. I stronger, yes, that's what it smelled like today. What did you see leaking from it? Uh, it was a, a thick orange fluid at the top of the liquid cooler, an orange tint to it. Was that liquid coming from the cooler significant to you for any reason? Yes, it appeared to be. Uh, my experience with it like what human fat looks like when it starts to break down. I made a comment on an officer that said, I think. There was a lot of testimony about Jessica's remains, about the state of the body in the cooler, about how cold the remains were when police found them, about how being that close to the remains of their mother may or may not have impacted the two young children. Through it all, Ray's defense attorney argued that the children were never in any danger. In fact, his attorney focused on the fact 
that the jury could even believe Ray was a bad parent. But just because he may be a bad parent, it didn't mean he endangered his children. Then on the third day of the trial, Justin Ray decided to take the stand in his own defense. It's a decision I'm still a little surprised actually happened. No, it wasn't something that was wrong or illegal. If it was, then get me in here for that. Get me in for something that I actually did do, not for something that I didn't do. My family is very, very dear to me. This is my wife. So no, it wasn't something that, you know, was okay in your opinion, but I'll tell you what, it was something that I had to do to protect my family. And by all means necessary, I'm gonna always protect my family. Justin Ray told the jury that he's not a killer. He claims that his wife died as she delivered their baby in a Kansas City, Missouri motel room. Ray answered questions about how his wife died and why he decided to dismember her and put her remains in a cooler. This is actual testimony from his trial. Ray's defense attorney asks him the question. There was uh, some testimony about um, your wife being placed in a cooler. Uh, was there a reason for that? Um, yes, sir, uh, for proper tra transportation due to the fact that you can't just put somebody over your shoulders and um, also due to the fact of uh, the um, contacting the authorities. Um, they tend to put their own uh, allegations or, or personal opinions instead of is it legal or not legal. And for the safety and well-being of my children as well as my wife's uh, corpse, um, I wanted to make sure that you know it was properly handled and not just thrown into some morgue or some uh, cremation department um, to do who knows what and pay for it on top of it and who knows what they're giving you back. I mean, I wanted to make sure my family was safe and that it was tended properly, sir. Ray's attorney asked questions about Ray's religious beliefs. He told the jury that he's been a Christian scientist for at least seven years. Ray then testified about what those beliefs mean to him. Uh, teaching in itself, I mean, our doctor is like under state law, you know, metaphysical healing, which has been proven in the 1800s by Mary Baker Eddy and the best metaphysician, Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus. So, you know, prayer does heal, prayerthatheals.org. Prayer Prayer does heal, it's true. I mean, it's factual. You don't have to tend to matters by, you know, uh, retarding and stupefying the blood cells and stem cells and poisoning people with drugs, which are just like the drugs outside and, and you know, the, the illegal drugs. Prosecuting attorney Sarah Hill then took the opportunity to cross-examine Justin Ray. I just want to make sure that I understand this correct. You think it's appropriate to drag a cooler with decomposing body parts and body fluid of your daughter's mother along with them and make them stay in a storage facility with their mother like that. Is that right? First of all, I didn't make them stay anywhere. We were heading to the Amtrak. And yes, it is right. It's, it is something that I had to do, not something that I chose to do. Like, oh, wow, this is just fun for me. No, it wasn't fun for me. It wasn't okay for me to have to do it because of the U.S. personal choices. Is that either legal or illegal? That's the best situation here. Not personal opinions and assumptions. This is America. And you want to know something? It wasn't fun for me to have to do this. It's not fun for me to have to miss my wife for the rest of my life either and have to have to get my children stolen to be adopted by somebody who can't have kids like the other four were for no legal reasoning whatsoever and that I have been fighting for and I'm not going to give up. FightCPS.com, MindFreedom.org. Even if it means not calling for help. I don't have to call for help. Is there any help inside of that? I don't have any family? There's no help in that. In closing, Ray's attorney argued that the prosecutors actually built their case against what he's accused of doing to his wife's body in Missouri, not because he actually endangered his children in any way. We would all agree 
probably everybody in this room with the exception of Mr. Ray, although he may have a different position as of today, that his decision, his very personal decision to decide to take the remains of his wife to Arizona rather than calling the appropriate authorities here was a mistake. And he took it a step further because he took the matter in his own hands. And you saw the gross graphic evidence of that on Monday afternoon. We all know that. But what does that have to do with his children? That's, the, that's what this case is all about, okay? See, you can say a lot of things about Mr. Ray, okay? And I told him, I said, Justin, when I talk to this jury, you're gonna hear things that you don't like. One of the things that he wouldn't like for me to say is, I think he's mentally ill. Well, you think he suffers from bipolar disorder, manic depressive, schizophrenic, deliria, deliriousness, delirium. And he's a Christian scientist and he doesn't believe in meds to, to deal with things. But that doesn't make him a criminal. It took jurors eight hours to reach a verdict in the case. They found Justin Ray guilty of all seven charges. Following the trial, I heard from a member of the Christian Scientist Committee on Publication for Kansas. She wanted to make sure I knew that Justin Ray's version of the Christian Science Religion is not in line with the organization. She emailed me the church's doctrine that reads, Christian science teaches respect for human dignity and obedience to the law. The norm in our families in childbirth is to seek the practical help of doctors, midwives, or other qualified caregivers. The norm when someone dies is to notify the proper authorities and have the help of funeral homes or similar services in accordance with the law. Justin Ray did not take that approach in his daughter's birth or his wife's death. Ray still faces crimes in Jackson County, Missouri, where he's charged with endangering the welfare of a child and abandonment of a corpse. He's also charged in Riverside County, California with murdering a Palm Beach man. In the California case, investigators say that Ray charged thousands of dollars to the man's credit cards. When I sat across from Justin Ray in the Johnson County Jail, I specifically looked him in the eyes and asked him what happened to California. His answer? Ray says he is not a murderer, and as far as he knows, the man is still alive. According to the Palm Beach police, no one's heard from the man since he left on vacation with Justin Ray in May of 2017. They haven't found the man's body. To listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, the podcast, including the Justin Ray letters, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. I'm Kathy Quinn.